If you want to know if you're truly woke, sit your ass down and search for ego. But be intentional. You have to be intentional because this ego is very serpentine. It's malleable. It's, it knows how to disguise itself. Right? If you can find ego inside of you, you're in woke. You child, you snoring. Welcome to another episode on Let's Talk About Us with Uche. I am your host, Uche. To everyone who's been supported, thank you so much for your continued support. Uh, if you're new to my podcast, please make sure to download, subscribe, share with your friends and family. If you are watching on YouTube for the first time, also please subscribe and hit that bell notification. So anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. I am back here again with my uh, buddy, Jacob. We shut the last episode together on spirituality and his spiritual journey. And he is kind enough to uh, join me again. Let's talk about some some deep issues today. Yeah, we started talking a bunch. We got into some good flows. So uh, you want to keep it going, Uche? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I speak from the suburbs of the white male. I feel like if you went and knocked around doors in where I live, at least, suburbs, there seems to be a common theme that the woman is in control of the house nowadays. Mm. And I just want to, I guess, open with the vagueness of that statement and we can dive into it a little bit. Mm. It's really interesting you mentioned that because I feel like a few weeks ago I had like an epiphany of what the feminine energy is. And I wrote about it, actually. Like I wrote a whole article. It's still on my phone, on my computer, sorry. I think there is an intentional... The cameras are probably going to mess up now, or this is going to mess up, because we're talking about some really deep stuff. Let's probably, we'll poke at some powerful people. I feel like there's an intentional, intentional effort to create chaos. Intentional. Um, and part of that chaos is, before I get into that, I've always thought about, and Eric Tolle talked about this a little bit as well. I've always thought about God to be feminine because it makes more sense for God to be a she than a he because a she, a feminine, is a birther of everything, right? Creator. The creator, you know, of life. But I've come to the realization that it's neither she nor he, but it's actually both. So I do believe that the, the masculine and this, uh, feminine energy have to come together married together in order to produce wholeness. Ekrito also talks about that, you know, that, that completeness is God. So I do believe that God is a perfect balance between the feminine and the masculine energy. Now, it is important that we understand that this feminine energy is independent of women as masculine energy is also independent of men, right? However, in the physical form that we occupy, men naturally exude masculinity then masculine energy would naturally exude that just like women naturally exude feminine energy again it is important to understand that these are distinct Fem femininity and womanhood are not the same being a woman is just a physical form that we manifest people manifest in just like being a man is a physical form that you manifest this is just a temporary physical form. When you die, your energy will be, <laughs> will be reunited. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but you just naturally manifest or at least radiate masculine energy because of your physical form. And there has to be balance in at all times. Even you as a masculine a masculine person or a man, you still have en- uh, feminine energy in you. Um, depending on how... Um, because you need to exist in balance because that's how God operates, right? Depending on how much of that masculine or uh, feminine a person uh, energy a person gives will determine their partner so you can be a man physically a man and you exude significantly more feminine energy than masculine energy which is totally okay um and also vice versa this doesn't necessarily have to do anything with sexuality per se but it can affect sexuality this is why you see certain men heterosexual couple um even though the man is a man he has a lot more feminine energy. It has nothing to do with him being more of a bitch or being weak or whatever. And then the woman radiates significantly more masculine energy. It has nothing to do with her being lesbian or being a butch or being the you know the pant wearer in the house. All these ridiculous terminology we like to um, put ourselves in a box. This is just, in my opinion, how God operates, right? But again, going back to the whole thing, have I lost you yet? Are you following? Ah, okay. Yeah. Going back to the whole us manifest, we are God, essence of God manifested in physical, physical being, right? Women, as in, when I say women, I'm talking about the physical appearance, the temporary physical appearance of people in a woman form, naturally radiate feminine energy. And there are so many women all around the world, just like men naturally radiate masculine energy. I do believe that that feminine energy is very deep and powerful, though, which is why patriarchy was created to subdue it, right? Now, patriarchy subduing women who naturally radiate uh, uh, feminine energy. You see, there's now lack of balance. Remember, in order for God to be present, there needs to be balance. There needs to be balance. So this is why in every single society or institution or company or even a family unit, where a patriarchy is very strong, there's bound to be toxicity. There's bound to be destruction. Even if it looks good on the outside, trust me, if you bring your camera, you pay attention. Because the women in that company, in that society, whatever it is, do not have the equal opportunity to express themselves as they should, there is bound to be some type of issue. I promise you, it doesn't matter how much you try to sugarcoat it because of that patriarchy, there is no balance, right? So obviously patriarchy permeates the whole earth. It's been around since the time of Jesus. You know, we can uh, try to unpack all the fuckery that happened back in the day in in the Bible that some people still conform to, um, cultural conformity that people bring into religion today. We can unpack a lot of that, right? And obviously patriarchy is still around till today. I mean, look at all the... Most influential people in the world, in America, for example, are men, white men specifically. You know, and white supremacy is a whole different conversation. But we're talking about genders right here, right? Patriarchy is still very, very strong. Now, being the fact that America is a very privileged um, society, war power, people have become have come to start fighting a lot of those issues, those social issues like patriarchy, like women have started fighting. So you have the feminism movement, right? Because the patriarchy shit is not working, has not worked for such a long time. So there is a conscious effort to dismantle patriarchy, right? Which is a good thing on its own. But the issue is, when you do things without the essence of God, 
it creates confusion in a whole different side, and uh, a whole different spectrum of uh, things, right? Now, because of this feminism, feminism has been so perverted that it creates the illusion of okay, women wear the pants now. We're going to take a lot of that right from men and give it to women, and it is what it is because fuck these men. We run things now. And this is what you see a lot of feminists, especially women, preach. Because to them, they think this is what being a feminist is. We hold the power. But no, you're still missing it. Because now, guess what? Women used to be here and men used to be here. That's patriarchy. With the way feminism has been perverted is now this. What do you see? Still lack of balance. Right? And there's still that issue, that issue of telling you in any matriarchal system, there'll still be that confusion, that, that chaos, that toxicity, because God is not present. I promise you, in order for God to be present, there needs to be balance. Always. Does that make sense? How would you describe the balance? So, so, so this is a very intentional. This is why I say that this noise or pain in the world that we that we that we feel all around us, right, is very intelligent. It knows that. So it's very intentional to confuse you because the less we work together, the more power it has on us. So it just confuses you, puts all kinds of mess to just throw chaos. And once we start waking up from this mess, boom. It's like a rat race. You can never win. The only way we can ever collectively, I feel like my computer is probably going to mess up right now. <laughs> the only way we can collectively win from this thing is if we work together. Mm-hmm. As in, we see the oneness in all of us. Like, bro, I am you, you are me. I can't hate you, you can't hate me. We need to work together. Yes. Parts and pieces of being a human being will manifest in me as it will manifest in you. Sometimes I won't. Just, I just don't want to fuck with you right now because you're just annoying, and vice versa. That's called being human. But ultimately, there will never be any type of hostility from me towards you because I need you just like you need me. But this is not what is being preached in the world we live in. There's no emotional intelligence at all. It's all narcissism. All about me. All about me. All about me. All about me. I have to be the best, the biggest, the brightest, the richest, the smartest, the cutest, the most Instagram followers, whatever it is that makes me stand out against all these other lame bitches. This is basically what the world preaches. You understand? But we need balance. Balance as an equality and totality in all of us. We need to be operating on the exact same vibrational frequency at all times. It's 2022. Divide and conquer doesn't work no more. We're waking up, fuckers. Yeah, we're we're well. Some people think they're waking up, but they're also actually Hashtag deep, woke, deep, deep on in slumber because that's also part of that that intelligent design of the perversion of the world, right? Because it knows that understands that people are waking up now. So like, huh? How can I confuse these people to think that they're waking up? But actually, you're actually deep asleep. So even that, I don't like to say that woke, that whole woke thing now. I, I don't like to say it because a lot of people have used that for all the wrong reasons. Just like Christianity has been used for Isn't all that interesting reasons. though? How that's been thrown in there to try to fuck with them and divide even the, the wokeness. Because when, when two like spiritually enlightened people get in the same room together and start talking, they both recognize that the other one is awake 
or can see things from a different perspective. But now we have this whole trend on social media where if you're woke, it it confuses, it divides the term awake even. Do you see like, do you see that sort of the way I see it is it's, yeah, it's just pure division amongst something that is good. I don't know. The problem is ego. When you're truly enlightened, there's no space for ego. None. Zero. Ego is the ultimate problem. The only problem. And I feel like I'm going to do like a podcast episode to um, to unpack what the ego does. Because it's a very sinister, dark energy force. The Bible talks about it in so many different ways. A lot of people just completely miss it. That's the issue. If you want to know if you're truly woke, sit your ass down. And search for ego. But be intentional. You have to be intentional because this ego is very serpentine. It's malleable. It knows how to disguise itself. Right? If you can find ego inside of you, you're in woke. Child, you snoring. I think there's a Bible verse or something like that. that says something something along the line of, Search me, O Lord, and know my heart, and see if there's any wickedness in me. And put me in the way everlasting. Something like that. You have to invite. Like intentionally invite your spirit. To guide you through that ego. So with with the ego. Very much intact. That's where you get that division. Because now it's become an ego competition. Everybody's comparing. Because there's this level of intelligence. That comes with being woke. I'm smarter than you. I know more than you. I'm more enlightened than you. So who are you? Do you know how? You know what I've read. You know. You know. You know what I've been. Where I've been to. You know what I've done. Compared to you, that is the ego speaking. The point of being awake is so that we can all benefit. It's not about me showing that I'm better than you, more enlightened than you, more powerful than you. It's so we can figure this shit out. So there's a level. There's an element of humility involved here. Does that make sense? Because like I always say, we're in this shit together. So it's a lot of balancing back and forth questions. It's not dogmatic at all. It's more so rubbing minds together, asking questions. I ask you, you ask me. We reason together. We're trying to figure this shit out. And we're being intentional because we see the bigger picture. And if it's, it's even written in the Bible, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. And God is the epitome of humility, right? So when you humble yourself, understand that you are a fallible human being, that you are. And we're both in the same room together. And you say something or you do something that's different. I want to understand it better. Where is that coming from? Why? What is that? How? Not because I'm very condescending because I'm trying to put you down like, uh, what the fuck? You, just, you don't know shit. I went to Harvard. Well, what do you know? That's not the point. That's ego speaking. Yeah. I want to understand where. And at the end of the day, when I unpack your, you help me unpack everything that you said. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think I see that. Mm-mm. This is why this and this and that. We can agree to disagree. If you don't see what I see, doesn't leave a room for hostility. That's still ego. The ego is telling me, oh, this dumb bitch doesn't see how awesome I am. That's not the point. There has to be an element of complete baseline humility with no ego. That is weakness. But unfortunately, again, like I said, this intentional, there's an, this intentional um, idea to divide and conquer, right? 
So the spirit, this energy that per permeates the universe, understand that people are waking up. Again, Eckhart Tolle talked about this as the second coming of Christ. And I can unpack. I feel like we should do like a whole um, episode to talk about that book and why everyone should read it. So a lot more people are waking up from the slumber. This, this, this spirit understands this. And it seeks to create division. So you think you're waking up, but no, you're fast asleep. But one thing that why I can say, though. Why does it? Why does it try to seek division? Why does it try to seek division? Yeah. Because without division, what it can't thrive. It cannot thrive. So it can't live. Therefore, it, it cannot you're live, insinuating no. that it draws energy everything from living, chaos. Everything living needs to be fed. In order for you to live, you need to consume energy, right? So the chaos... The confusion, the lack of congruence that we have, radius negative perverse energy that feeds it, right? Like that division energy, people arguing over abortion laws and everything like that. All of that. It's people being angry and have feelings of anger and resentment and not understanding of the other person and pushing that energy out on them and then getting it back. That energy, perhaps we're insinuating, is being sucked up by something we just can't see right here, and it's feeding off of it and empowering it. And it's even deeper than that. It's not just the, the all the lack of understanding and uh, collective understanding the, of the whole word, even all the way to the very individual itself. Because every single day, people struggle within themselves. There's no balance. There's no silence in people. None. There's always, I'm not enough, I'm not enough. Just that, that thought alone creates chaos. It re releases negative energy. Constant. This is why you've been indoctrinated. It's, it's a very intelligent force to indoctrinate you into fuckery from a really young age. From a really young age, there's always, even if you were born and raised in a perfect family where mom and dad loved you and validated you and told you, hey Uche, hey Jacob, you are the most beautiful whatever. There's TV there. Unless you look like Angelina Jolie, unless your eyes, your eyes may be blue, but they're not as blue as Brad Pitt, right? Or you maybe you're 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 man, but you're not as man enough as I don't know Denzel Washington, or maybe you think you're rich, but it's still recorded. You heard that, though. I heard that. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would definitely... What the fuck was that? I'm telling you. Did you guys fucking heard that too, didn't you? Ugh. Can we do some banishing ritual? Get this shit out of here? I told you. That's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start becoming a magician, a sorcerer, so I can start doing banishing rituals around here. And guess what? This guy is dead. Oh my gosh, dude. I'm telling you. What the fuck is happening? What was that? What was that saying? Denzel Washington yeah. is more of a man than you. Yeah, so there's there's always that there's always that noise to remind you that you're not good enough, right? So that it starts from within. That confusion, that chaos starts from within. You're not good enough. That radiates negative energy and it feeds off of that, right? And then you can even take that to a family unit. A lot of times, especially for me, you grow you grow you grow up in a household where you're always compared to a sibling, a sibling who a parent, the parent usually a parent who has who has more power, has more an affinity towards. You're not good enough compared to that sibling. You have to be like that sibling. So it creates enmity within those siblings 
And if you're fortunate enough to be born and raised in a household where mom and dad fought each other, right? There's no love. There's no peace. There's no congruence that also radiates energy, mm-hmm. right? What do we have today? A lot of people who work nine to five, they don't even like their jobs, don't like their coworkers, don't like shit. Everybody, everybody's sitting on traffic every day, just hating life, drinking coffee, and just like, oh, I hate this shit. Their best thing of the week is going out on Friday night and getting drunk. And even that creates more noise. Paying for poison that feeds them and makes them worse, and then feeds that negative energy even more. And alcohol it makes it's you more enslavement. susceptible. Alcohol makes you alcohol and drugs makes you more susceptible to more dumb shit, creates even more negative energy. So there's a very, very, very intelligent, intentional force that makes sure that there is chaos at all times. Always. Do you think we can eliminate it ever in this dimension? I, th- I think we can. I, well, I, permanently, I don't know. I, I don't think so. As long as we live in this for in this in this reality, I, th- I think it's impossible. However, in spite of all, is it that, supposed to be there though? Is it not part of God? The all that is. All right. So so you did ask if it's always going to be there. Um, I don't know. I, I think this is still this is part of some of the things that I'm learning. This is why I'm in school. This is why I'm excited to talk about these things with you, you know, absorb as much knowledge as possible. But I can hypothesize and and say that yes, to a certain extent, at least within our reality or at least our consciousness right now, I think it is part of our being. And the reason why I think it's part of our being is because of the ability, our ability to make choices. Mm, Yep. Um, this is, if you remember in the book of Genesis, um, man was created in the image of God. And I believe this is the image of God that we were created with. The ability to make choices. Just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean that you should do that something. You can, but should you? Going back to the book of Genesis, right? God created Adam and Eve and put Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and said, you can eat from all of these. But that one probably shouldn't eat it. That is choice. Like you have the ability to eat from every single one of these, including that one that you probably shouldn't eat because there's nothing. God was not strapping them down. Like there's nothing physically preventing them from going to that tree, plugging from it and eating it. It is their choice. They can, but if you do, there will be consequences. This, 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 and what happened. I think as long as we are, just like as Josh Rasmussen, um, one of uh, one of the authors in the book that I read for a class last semester, said, we are created as kingly creatures, like God, kingly, with the ability to make choices. As long as we have that ability to make choices, maximizing our being in this form I want to argue that yes sin will always be here because of our fallible nature in my opinion anyway I could be wrong but what do you see is every single day people make choices choices that can be good choices can be bad I curse you out right now how do I respond how do you respond to that 
Are you going to feed into that negative energy and curse me back? And then I just project a negative energy to you. And then you project negative energy back to me, back and back and forth. And then there's this perverted sense and a weird energy just here. Like anyone who isn't enlightened can walk in here and can just perceive the, 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 the foul energy. Like, oh my God, it's unspoken, but you can feel it. Or are you going to show me compassion, which you can do if you want to. But it takes a lot of intentionality to be able to do that. Mm. Or, or are you going to be like, you know what, dude, I'm not going to give my energy to this. I'm going to just pack up my shit and I'm going to leave. You know, I'm going to talk to you a total different time. Or, fuck you, I'm going to cut you off permanently. I'm not going to feed into you back and forth. But I'm going to just completely erase this. So there's so many different choices as to what we can do. And as long as we have that ability to make those choices... I think it's here to stay. Yeah. In my opinion. Because it it's sense. gonna be it's gonna just keep tagging, poking at you. And the interesting thing about this this energy is that it knows you so well. It knows you. It knows you and it morphs itself to what you you're susceptible to. But it's different from how it comes to me because it knows how what I'm susceptible to, right? But the point is to break me and you apart. But it's going to attach itself to me in a way that I'm susceptible to and vice versa. And it's going to be doing the exact same thing to you, but it's going to be different the way it attaches itself to you. But the point is to break us apart. Boom. Mm -hmm. But you have to be as intentional. But anyway, going back to the whole woke thing, in as much as a lot of people are woke, but still fast asleep, right? The truth still remains that something is being done. I feel like a lot more people are waking up to like, okay, it's got to be something. It's just that most people don't even know what that something is. But still, something is being done. And I respect that because it's better than absolutely nothing. Especially in COVID, when they locked people up in their homes for so long. I think it initiated that in a lot of people. Whether or not that COVID was intentional in trying to do the good for humanity or that it was a way to try to you know, cause more chaos and it ended up working out well. I don't know if we ever know the question to that, but I think it's very interesting to think about. Yeah, we're, we're definitely not going to discuss if the COVID is intentional or not, or man-made or not. Because, yeah. you know, YouTube has... We need some lights where it feels like, conspiracy talk! Yeah. <laughs> YouTube be on some bullshit. So we're definitely not going to talk yeah. about that on camera. They can't, um, they're going to cancel us. But if you know, you know, Chad. You know. You know how I feel about this whole malarkey. It is, it is what it is. That's the definition of fucking controlled... Yeah, but I'm also being a pragmatist in the sense that YouTube yeah, is yeah, a platform yeah, yeah. that I'm I'm trying to you know maximize this opportunity. So I'm not definitely not going. There are certain fights I just rather not involve myself with. YouTube is a Karen. No comments. <laughs> but either way, going back to um, your 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 statement, yes, I, I do think that there has been a lot of positivity that came about from YouTube. Sorry, not YouTube from uh, COVID. COVID definitely has forced a lot of people to sit their asses down and look at things from a totally different perspective. See, there's a lot of things on, in our daily lives that we ignore. We try to pacify as much as possible. We keep ourselves busy, busy with work, busy with, I don't know, Instagram, busy with traveling, busy with alcohol, drugs, whatever it is that gets, gets you by. We have all these vices. It could be your kids. It could be a project, your backyard project, whatever, the, whatever it is. It could be a situation where people don't really love each other, but 
the fact that you don't see each other every day, you know, like the love is not that deep. But every morning you go, I go. It is what it is, huh? Whatever. And but people think it's love, you know what I mean? It's, it is not. It's embarrassing. Because that's not what love is. But that's part of the lie of that, that energy that I'm t- talking to you about has indoctrinated us into believing that this is what love is, right? But anyway, people are forced to sit with each other. This is not working. Not only is it not working, it's never worked. And all of these things have been intelligently placed to pacify us so we don't recognize that it's not working. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about it? And especially when you see people who ain't got no jobs. So, you know, when you don't have that source of income to pacify, to buy all the things that pacify, you're set, you're forced to sit with their pain. It's like you have your hand, sorry, you have your hand inside a fire and it hurts, right? There's no pacifier of the air conditioner or whatever. You just take your hand off. You don't need someone to tell you to take your hand off. Like, nah, fuck this. It's time to do something different, bro. Hell yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something di- different. I think that's what COVID did for a lot of people. Unfortunately, there are people who have passed away, you know, who are still grieving, mourning, things like that. People who it hit hard. But for a lot of people, in my opinion, I feel like it was a, it was a catalyst for something else. To get closer to one with God, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But again, it's still your choice, though, because the spirit of God will always be in you telling you, "Okay, this is not working. Are you what are you going to do about it? Let's talk about choice a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about what here's here's the question. Right. So God is omnipotent, all powerful, omniscient, all knowing and omnipresent. He can put himself through any amount of time space. Time doesn't exist to God. As humans, how is it possible that predetermination doesn't exist? Or does it exist? Do we really have a choice because God already knows every choice we are going to make? That's a very tough one. Comment below. Yeah, please comment below. I do want to uh, see what you guys think about this. But I've thought about this myself so many times. Um, if God is all knowing, then, you know, like is God some, this narcissistic being that just created us to fuck ourselves over. If he already knows what's, what's going to play it. And this is also one of the things that's also pushed me deeper into spirituality. I've come to realize, no, what we, that's because what we think is God is not God. We, we put, see, you see, the Bible said that God created us in, in his image. I feel like we have created God in our image in our fallible image so I had to like pull away from that creation of what we call God and think of God as deeper and without depth in time it is impossible it is impossible for for you for us to understand God because God is infinite and the human mind is finite you try to understand something infinite through a finite lens. You see how it's impossible. God is never ending. It's like an intricacies of complexity yet simple that that will always exist. Have you seen the Mandelbrot set before? The what? The Mandelbrot set? No, no idea. What An that is. IBM computer scientist sometime in the late 1900s figured out that if you lined prime numbers up uh-huh. a specific way. And you graph them and watch them go. It's eternal. 
like it's a never-ending shape. I gotta show you like a YouTube video or something's better to describe. Link in the description, perhaps. But um, yeah, essentially he found God through mathematics. <laughs> That's fine. Continue. He, yeah, he 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 discovered and figured out a way to show the world God exists through mathematics, through an infinite series of of geometry. I, I've always believed in God is math. And I spoke to my sister about this about two year, two weeks ago, and she was like, yes, yes, because she, she is very, very deep, like a deep, deep, deep person. And she studied math. She got her undergrad in mathematics. Um, and before I had that epiphany, I'm like, okay, cool. Who gets a, a, a bachelor's in math? But I, I'm starting to understand it. And the way I explained it to her is that in, in, in school as a kid, I didn't like math. I didn't. I, I didn't get it. Like, wh- why, why, why do we study math? What, what's the point of all this shit if you're not going to ever use it? But now I'm starting to see it. Like, math is everything. Literally, everything. Math is God. Like, you can solve, if possible, who or what God is with math, except that math is infinite, which even makes it more likely to be God like that infinity of numbers it has no beginning and has no end we think math starts with one some people say it starts with zero but no it does not start with zero nor does it start with one it goes on infinitely matter of fact a lot of people don't even realize this the 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 distance between one and two is actually infinite just like the distance between zero and one is actually also infinite Mm -hmm. and all those distances are infinite there's an infinite Infinity within infinity, and that is God. Yeah. And when once you start seeing that realization, you see literally math in everything. I see math in you, the precision, all of that, the, all of that joined together. And you have to also understand the math that we know today is also the finite amount of mathematics that we have uncovered in in the in the in vast infinite ocean of mathematics. So I like it how you said the big, word uncovered because we didn't create math it's always we discovered been there. it it's always been there it's always been there it's like the little keys to the universe little codes for who god is it's pretty dope and what we have tapped into it's it's not even it's barely scratching the surface as to what math is and as to what god is so going back to answer your question if god is omnipotent i think in order for i don't know the answer for sure for sure but I feel like in order for us to answer that question, we need to look a pull away from that man, God, a man-made image of God. Because we, we morph God into our own fallible nature way too many times. We need to pull away from that mentality, from that perspective, from that narrative, and look at things from a much bigger perspective with humility. Humility being the fact that we are fallible creatures who don't know what the fuck we're doing. Let's look at this from a totally different perspective. There's got to be something here. Bigger than me, bigger than you, bigger than all of us. But if we do stand a chance, we have to work together in order to figure this shit out. That's just basically what, what, what I'm here for. This is basically what, what this podcast has been created for, to figure this shit out. 
But anyway, this is the end of today's episode. Um, thank you so much, Jacob, for doing this with me. I do enjoy these conversations. Thanks, Uche. This is what I look forward to every yeah. week. It's great to be here. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much, man. Do you want to give any last remarks before we uh, go off camera? Be a catalyst for someone else. Definitely. <laughs> Stop being scared. Go out and talk to somebody. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode on Let's Talk About Us with Duche. This is the end of today's episode. Um, if you are going through your own path of spirituality, whatever that may be, whatever phase of that journey you're on right now, please share your story. I do want to read. I enjoy reading some of the, the comments. Share your thoughts down below. How has your journey been? Um, do you agree with some of the things that we've talked about today? Do you not agree with some of the things that you've talked about? What are your perspectives? Please share down uh, below. Share with your friends and family. Subscribe. And if you're watching on YouTube, please do not forget to hit that bell notification. So anytime I upload a video, you'll be the absolute very first to be notified. Thank you so much. Feel free to follow me on social media. My Instagram handle is UC underscore images. Facebook is Let's Talk with Uche. Email address is let's talk with Uche at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Uh, Jacob, you want to share your social media handles? Catalytic Theory. Catalytic Theory. TikTok and YouTube. Thank you so much, Jacob. Until next time. Bye bye.